I hate poetry. I love poetry. Charlie has told me that poetry is like a box full of chocolates. Don't you have a milk allergy? Exactly. Hi, I am uh, Dylan J. Kershaw. And I'm Charlie Pitcock. We have, uh, we have a special guest today, the first sort of guest of this podcast, uh, Jack Greenwood. Hi, yeah, uh, thank you. It's nice to be here. I've listened to the previous episode. It was very good. He's our only fan. Only fan. <laughs> <laughs> only fan. I know, there are, there, are, there are dozens of us. Yeah, <laughs> only fans, exactly. Jack, what do you do? Oh, gosh. Uh, strictly speaking, I'm a bartender. Yeah, but... I'm an independent, by day, but by night, I'm an independent film producer for no money. Nice. 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 In in some way, that is poetry, isn't it? Yeah, there's a poetry in in being hungry, uh, like uh, a starving artist. So Jack, you brought a poem with you for us to uh, analyse, haven't you? I did, yeah. I brought the poem, and I would like to preface by saying I'm not a poetry guy, and all poems that I know are from TV and film. Um, okay. This this poem is called "To the Virgins to Make Much of Time," so you should have no problem with this one, uh, <laughs> Dylan. <laughs> and it's by it's by Robert Herrick. I don't know anything about Robert Herrick, so I'm hoping Charlie can tell me uh, a few things about him. Yes, he uh, he was around in the uh, middle Middle Ages, like 1500s sort of time. Okay, which I was I was surprised at actually. I know it says "ye" and stuff like that, but um, <laughs> do you do you want to read this, Jack? Or oh yes, okay. Gather ye rosebuds while ye may, old time is still a-flying, and this same flower that smiles today, tomorrow will be dying. The glorious lamp of heaven, the sun, the higher he's a-getting, the sooner will his race be run, and nearer he's to setting. That age is best which is the first, when youth and blood are warmer, but being spent the worse and worst, time still succeed the former. Then be not coy, but use your time, and while ye may go marry. For having lost but once your prime, you may forever tarry. And I had to Google what tarry meant. <laughs> so no, did I. Good... <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Tari? Tari? Is it a tarry. guy's name? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, it, it rhymes. That helps me. It is surprisingly literate for Middle Ages time. That's, that's yeah, I'm confused that it's like 1500s. Can I tell you why? gone yes because he was stinking rich really <laughs> oh really yes yeah. so so he's yeah he's like um oh, i can't remember if he's like a, a son of a nobleman or something but he's 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 really he's really um rich guy he's had all the education he's had all the you know the very best that life has to offer basically so i that, see that's why he's so literate <laughs> it's like um jeff bezos created a poem then nowadays yeah potentially yeah i think i think that's probably you're not too far wrong there yeah i mean i think you have to think about that when you think of literature from sort of past even past this previous century that a lot of it I mean, even now a lot of it's written by rich people, right? Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, back then it would have really been written by rich people because everyone was literate. It's why Jack's so ever written see. a poem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wish. <laughs> if, I, if I had a bit more money, I'd be writing poems all day. That's it. You've got nothing I, else to do if you're rich, would, right? And they would all rhyme as well, I think. I would spend yeah. a lot of time on that. Um, but So he was a rich guy. Yes. And it sounds like he's, like, proffering advice. Yeah. And it, it, sounds, yeah, like he's, it sounds like he's speaking from... Uh, from like, it sounds to me like it's a guy who's wasted his youth and mm. is like telling the young people of today, get out there, get out of your room, go and frolic in a field. Like he's, he's using mm. lots of like uh, n- nature images. All right, so the first line is, gather ye rosebuds while ye may. That's, that's a metaphor. Rosebuds are used for weddings, right? Like gathering 
rosebuds and then dispersing mm-hmm. them on beds and stuff. Yeah, I read I read somewhere that it's a it's a phrase that was used in lots of poetry. So he's actually stolen a first line from wow. somewhere else. Oh. Shakespeare uses it. Um, something is one of his poems starts mentions like the darling buds of May. Or something like I can't remember off, off the top of my head. That's not <laughs> impressive, is it? The first thing a rich guy does is steal someone else's work in the first line. <laughs> well, that's what the that's what the rich do. Yeah, uh-huh. exactly. The thieves. Um, <laughs> but the marriage the marriage interpretation kind of makes sense because he talks about marriage later on. Okay. Yeah. So it's like he stole it cleverly. Old time is still applying, and time has been capitalized. Yeah. Which is an interesting choice. Like a friend. Something tells me you're a pro at this. You're like you're you're like you're really honing in on stuff straight away. This is great. Yeah, I like it. you're too good at this, Jack. Gosh, well, this this is the one poem that I'll ever do this with. So I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna really try. So why is it capitalized? Why is it capitalized? Because it's yeah. like it's it's essentially God. Mm-hmm. There's there's, Ooh, yeah. there's like there's a there's religious uh, imagery later with heaven. So I think he's capitalizing it because he's like saying God is time. Time is God. It's all cool. the same thing. The sun is uh, blah, blah, blah. Um, feeds the mm. flower. Everything sort of feeds into each other. Flying mm. being a supernatural thing as well. Yes, exactly. It's old time and it's still a flying. So it's, it's this thing that's been there for a, a really long time and it's still going on and it won't stop. Yeah. Which is, which is why you're, you're supposed to kind of, while you're here, make the most of it. Mm. Like the, ver- the very first two lines are like, they really get the whole thing. They, they do like it's quite it's almost terrifying right like that yeah. that phrase like old time is still a flying it's like time's a ticking guys like yeah. what are you doing you're wasting your life <laughs> <laughs> yes that's why it resonates so much especially these days but why why in the 1500s though like what can you do in the 1500s like i don't f- like in this day and age it's so easy just to waste your time away like you know on your phone mm-hmm. or whatever like scrolling through facebook um yeah subscribe to only fans but like <laughs> what what is there to do in the 1500s where you'd be like do you know what? i'm wasting my life away here i mean what was there like what there was like have you have you watched like pride and prejudice and stuff like that i've watched like, pride and prejudice all, zombies all, Zach, all they do okay well yeah that's a different one <laughs> But like all the, all the girls do is like they write letters to each other, they gossip about parties, and Ooh. they go for walks, and that's it. Like, is this about was, a girl then? There was is this nothing it? to do. Is this about a well, woman? The title is "To the Virgins." So yeah. if you think about like I, nowadays, when we say virgin, maybe it's got more of like a could be male or female, right? But back then, virgins yeah. meant like maidens, like women. Okay. You know? Oh, mm-hmm. I, didn't, I didn't. I didn't even think. Oh, okay. That makes that makes sense. I did completely yeah. didn't think of that. Which fits in with your marriage <laughs> interpretation. So yes, Jack was good picturing jo- himself in high school. <laughs> I, I was like, religions. I was like, this. I, I didn't know that this. I thought he was like from the nineteen hundreds. So I was like, he's talking to me. Mm. I, <laughs> yeah. I didn't know he was from the fifties century. Yeah, I'm learning, I'm learning a lot. This is great. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. It's like you, you, Jack sort of thought it was like to the incels. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to make much of time. <laughs> Like to the nerds in school who can't get laid. (laughs) Okay. Uh, So the next line is, and this same flower that smiles today, and it's it's sort of the whole thing is, and this same flower that smiles today, tomorrow will be dying. It's not broken Mm. up with a semicolon or anything. Yeah. Again, so there's rosebuds and now there's flowers. So he's trying to paint a picture of nature. Mm -hmm. Uh, The flower is smiling. Why is the flower smiling? It's a flower. (laughs) It's not Teletubbies. Um, well, so, <laughs> <laughs> like it, it's smiling because it's young and it's alive. 
Um, other, mm-hmm. other than that, I kind of don't really know why it's smiling, but it still paints an image in my head of like, oh, today it's smiling, but tomorrow it will be dying. So, mm. so, so gather, gather the smiling flowers while you can. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's it. Like, you know, I know that for example, like if you buy someone flowers, you know, they're only going to be able to enjoy them for maybe like a week or two weeks because yeah. they die. Right. And so it's, it's like that transience of life that is just, it's, it's going to be over soon guys. So, so enjoy the smiles, enjoy the happiness while you can. <laughs> Yeah, it's the glorious lamp of heaven, mm-hmm. the sun. He tells us what it is as well. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, just he's in like, case you didn't know. All right, idiots, I'm going to spell this out for you. It's the, it's the sun. <laughs> the higher he's a getting. What's that? I mean, that's just why. That, why? That's he's like he's saying that the sun is like moving. Right. Okay. Like the day is the day is going on. He's just saying time is moving, but now right. he's using he's using heaven and he's using the sun. Right, uh, as 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 metaphors for like time is still moving. Nice. It's flying. Oh, the sun is flying through the sky, so it's 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 a flying. All time is a flying. It's the sun. Oh, I see. Mm. Interesting. Makes sense. It's but like he parallel. hasn't he hasn't capitalized the sun though, so he doesn't think it's important as time. <laughs> He's not one of these pagans who believes that the sun is a god. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, I think the word lamp is kind of like I don't know. I, I'm I'm from the East Midlands, so if someone says lamp. That's not like romantic imagery to me. Mm. <laughs> what? Yeah, being no. southern is so romantic. <laughs> well, it's, glow, it's like oh, the lamp, the heavenly lamp, the glow, and like oh, right. okay. mm. it's like in the north, in the in, in the East Midlands of the North, you lamp is almost a threat. Like I'm gonna lamp you on. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. We say that. And we say that in the East really? Midlands too. Yeah. Yeah. It's, oh, a, it's a big human lamp, thing, mate. <laughs> a lamp is not a beacon of light. It's a weapon. <laughs> mm. Wow. I think that just shows how much language has changed over time, right? Like, just shows yeah. how how violent the Midlands is. <laughs> <laughs> what do you, What do you make of this line, Charlie? Um, yeah, I mean, it's the it like you say, it's really heavy religious imagery, almost like it feels like it's maybe even taken from the Bible. I'm I'm not sure that it is, but it, it has that yeah feel to it. Um, yeah, and and it's it it again, it's it's this thing that's out of our control, right? The the link you could put it to. Um, compare it to old time is both of them out of our control we can't change yeah. these things they they are not in control of us but they determine a lot for us i suppose is what i mean i like that interpretation there's <laughs> the, he, he he does this thing where he puts ah in front of words so he does a flying and a getting is mm. that just to like to make it flow is that like a flow thing or is that is he doing is he's he trying rapper. to achieve a specific yeah effect? um if he if he just said old time is still flying yeah it, it's it's less it's more formal so it's yeah. almost like he's going old time is still a flying like it's he's going it he's, like almost gives it like a momentum he's trying then, to talk to the kids he's trying yeah. to get on their level <laughs> exactly have you noticed as well that with these two uh stanzas that it's a flying is in the second line and a, and a getting is in the second line of the next one he's like yeah. mirroring, mirroring. Yeah. yeah yeah but then he doesn't do it for the rest of them we'll yeah. we'll, we'll he ditches we'll, it yeah, it's just like, all right, you get it. You get the point. <laughs> now the kids know I'm cool. I'll get to the real shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so then the next part is the sooner will his race be run and nearer he's to setting. So he's still talking about the sun at this point. Mm-hmm. And it's now he's bringing races into it. Well, yeah, but why? So it's his now. So, so they're talking about men. I think he's referring. I think he's referring to the sun as a he. Mm. I oh. think he's saying, I think he's saying. The sun, uh, old time, I think he's saying these things are masculine because they're kind of, they're in line with God. 
and God was a masculine figure. Mm. Yeah. He's like saying, oh, look at the sun. Look at the sun. He's getting high. He's, uh, he's, he's almost setting. Oh, gosh. It's a big old ball of fire. It must be uh, him. I think it's quite, it's quite a patriarchal image. You've got this, like all the, all the stuff that's in control and all the stuff that's powerful over these women's lives are men. Yes. Oh, that's, that's very interesting. You know? And I think by the end that it actually is quite a clever tying in. I hadn't considered that. And that's, yeah, that's very clever. Okay. Men, am I right? Yeah. Okay. So the next part is the age is best, which is the first when youth and blood are warmer. Now this is where I'm like, okay, what? <laughs> if, if you read it as a whole, let's read the stanza as a whole. I think yeah. it, it pulls it together more. It makes sense. That age is best, which is the first when youth and blood are warmer. But being spent, the worse and worst times still succeed the former. I think because mm-hmm. there's no punctuation after worst, it's supposed it's supposed to be read as a whole sentence, but then yes. it's broken up. So it's like if you read it, it kind of awkward to say. Mm. But being spent, the worse and worst times still succeed the former. Like it's, I kind of don't yeah. know where to stress the words. Is it talking about women then? The age is the best when it, which is the first, like the youngest age you could get a woman is the best when their blood's still warm. Um, mm-hmm. But after time spent, it's, yeah, still succeeds the former. Yeah. Worst times, worst, like you have the best at the beginning right. and then it just gets worse. From It's all downhill from here. Oh, <laughs> it's very cheery. <laughs> he must have been like quite old when he wrote this then. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I'd hope so. <laughs> If, he, if he's like 30 years old and he's like, like very cocky. Go, ma- go marry kids. You don't want to be old like me. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> but like, it's almost like it always almost contradicts itself because at the start he says about, um, you know, the same flower that smiles today, tomorrow will be dying. Basically do everything you can when you're still young. Yeah. And he's like, hang on, mate. Hang on. Not too young because you still need to get married. Mm. Yeah. I, I think marriage is like what he means by get out there. Yes. Mm. He means like, go out, get married immediately, because that's life. I don't think he means like, go clubbing. Uh, the, the, the thing I got from this poem is do everything you still can while you're unmarried. That's, see, that's what I got from it. Ah, do you know what I mean? Okay, interesting. Like, you know, that, that says a lot about you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's, it might as well be called commitment issues. In my, that's, that's how I see it. <laughs> like, I don't know. That's what I got from this poem. I, I like the first line of the last stanza, which is then be not coy, but use your time. Like the word coy there is like, don't be shy. Go talk to, go talk to some men. Right. Yeah. Then be not coy, but use your time. And while ye may go marry for having lost, but once your prime, you may forever tarry. Right. Yeah. That makes sense. Mm. So tarry, according to Miriam's. Webster.com means it means a few things. Uh, I don't think it means uh, to be covered in tar. Nope. Uh, (laughs) uh, I think it means like stay in the same place, sort of uh, stationary, not moving on. Being stuck by tar, kind of. Yeah. 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 I I think the words are similar in their definition, but they mean slightly different things. Um, They come from the same root word of like Ah. slow moving tar. Okay. Oh, that's cool. Okay. That's interesting. That's awesome. Then be not coy, but use your time. And while you may go marry, having once, but lost your... Pr- yeah, that's the most direct... Like, he's just saying what he means there. Mm. There's almost no... Like, there's no artifice there. It's just, he's literally saying, here's some advice, kids. Yeah, I guess it's like an instruction book, isn't it? For the 1500s. But 
it's kind of obvious. I mean, you know, especially in that, those kind of times, you age a lot quick, like quicker in terms of, you know, you can look a lot older in your 30s yeah. and 40s if you get mm. to that age. Um, so I guess it's kind of saying something that you already know. Also, also, he's rich, right? So yeah. he's going to be, it's so much easier for him to look after himself than the commoners that are reading this, you know? <laughs> yeah. The, you can offer yeah, tips, the, at least. You know what I mean? Get a facial every week. Or, you know what I mean? <laughs> I, I quite like how it starts, you have at the beginning, it's all poetic, and it's almost like as each stanza goes, it starts, it starts to undress itself as, as poetry and become, like you say, just like sort of a pamphlet of like, <laughs> go, and, go and get married. Like, and it's yeah. almost like the poem is reflecting time. So he's like, you know, like the beginning, he's like, gather your rosebuds while you may, like, you know, like, you're all young, go and, go and enjoy yourselves. And then by the end, he's like, quick, hurry up, like, you need to get married now. Like, Stop oh, reading this like, poem and get married. That's yeah. genius. <laughs> even, even the poem is aging. That's great. <laughs> I love it. That, that's, I've just noticed that now. So it makes the, um, the whole bit at the start, the old time is still flying and the high he's getting, it makes it more urgent. It feel mm. uh, more urgent, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I, yeah, I like that a lot. So, Jack, how what has this poem made you feel? What are you going to go do now? I'm going to qu- quit talking to you losers and go marry. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was a poem that I heard on... Um, uh, first, I heard it in... Um, what's that Robin Williams film where he's like, Stand on your desks. Oh, oh it's the, the Dead, Dead Poets Poet Society. Yeah. Dead Poet Society, that's the one. I first heard it there and I was like 14. I was like, shut up, Robin Williams. Why aren't you making me laugh? And then I heard it later <laughs> on an episode of the newsroom and I was like 18 and I was like, yeah, yeah, I need to go outside. And like, it, it hit me harder that time. And then I Googled poem and I was like, oh, the whole poem's really good. Nice. They only quote with the first and the last bit. Um, uh. And then, and then just, I, I, I have a very um, strong feeling of time running out. And I've had that for quite a while. So this, like this one really resonated. Since you were 14. Mm. Gosh. Well, not so much when I was 14, because I was just like, why isn't Robin Williams hilarious right now? <laughs> but then as I got older and like there was more time to digest and it was like, you know, people throw, oh, hit your career and also have fun in your 20s, but also go to university, but also date lots of people and also do this. And it's just like, all right, that's a lot of things to bounce and I'm running out of time. And OK, now I'm 22 and I'm sat indoors and there's a lockdown. And <laughs> yeah, I like I, it, it. It's it just it's a very resonant poem, I think. See. Mm. I guess you could say you haven't gathered your rosebuds yet. I gathered lots of rosebuds. I, I, I did a video <laughs> essay about it, and um, but I, I likened gathering rosebuds to uh, to the, the taking of illicit substances. <laughs> <laughs> In that uh, sense, <laughs> um, and I, I think that's quite a nice parallel as well because it's like rosebuds, plants, you know, drugs, the, the you know, opium, uh, the mm-hmm. weed. They're, they're all kind of derived from from different plants, but mm. also like when you're on drugs, time feels so, so different and it does feel like it's flying. Mm. Um, and, and there's a, there's a, there's a different meaning in that interpretation, but I don't mm. think it's the one he meant. No, but, uh, one thing that I love about poetry, Jack, is that you, you can get something different from it. Um, it like, because language speaks, like I can sit here and tell you things about this bloke, right? But <laughs> bloke. <laughs> That someone can use a word in a poem that they mean it to say a certain thing, but actually there's another meaning in there that they didn't mean, but it's there. If that sort of makes sense, that and makes so, a like, lot of sense. I, I totally think you can you can look at poetry. Like poetry is supposed to be personal, in my opinion. It should be 
something that speaks to you. I'm off, I'm one of those people that like when I hear a song on the radio and I think I know the words and then I find out what the real words are and I go, mine are way better. Yeah. Like, right. <laughs> I'm one of those people. Uh, so like, yeah, I, I'm all for you having like, I, I'm not a, I don't think we should be poet Nazis and be like, that's not what it means. Cause th- <laughs> this guy's like 400 years dead or whatever. So he's not going to come and tell yeah. you off. But, you know. Ezra Pound was technically a poet Nazi, wasn't he? No, he was a literal, he was a literal poet Nazi. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> there was an old man with a beard by Edward Lear. There was an old man with a beard who said, it is just as I feared. Two owls and a hen, four larks and a wren have all built their nests in my beard. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a joke. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's what I want them to be, like little, little just uh, funny poems in between. Yeah. Kinder surprise. Yeah. So this one's called Smokers. Now, um, <laughs> I want you to... So the challenge to this poem is you've got to figure out where this is. Now, I don't know if it's way too obvious. So... If it's obvious and you get it, this will just be the end of that poem. But I hope that I've put a bit more mystery and thought into actually, you know, creating um, a, a scene that you can sort of work out where it is. Maybe as much as the first poem we did. Probably not. Well, was, there, was the challenge not to come up with, to put more metaphor into it? Well, this has kind of got metaphor in it. But okay. this okay. is kind of like with the other one. So I'm going to figure out what's happening or where that person is. Okay. All right. Okay. You guys ready? Yes. Mm-hmm. The warmth. Sorry. <laughs> All right. The warmth of the light and the cigarettes comfort me. While slags talk about their ex-boyfriends, it smothers me. Give me some air, as there is so much around. I'm surrounded in this cage. My friends have let me down. So here I stand, talking to strangers in the night. Some have had STIs, and some just a fright. You're in a smoking area. Uh, yeah, but where? <laughs> where? In a club. Well, that's it, yep. <laughs> it was barely, it, it was, the title of the poem is called Smoking, so it narrows it down massively. It, <laughs> so, does, it really does. I actually was going to call it Smoker's Area, and I thought, no, that'd be too obvious. So I thought, Smoker's Area is too What if I, what if the, what if the answer is the title? Yeah, yeah. Mm, is that too <laughs> obvious, though? <laughs> See, um, yeah, I guess the idea behind it was, you know, when like you, you go on a sort of night out, um, it feels like ages ago now, doesn't it? But yeah. you kind of end up in a club, which I, I hate clubs. Like, I just can't stand mm. them. They're not my, I prefer like a pub or a comedy club or something. Um, mm. And you're just, you kind of, you're split from your friends and it's cold and the more for the, you know, those outdoor lights and the cigarettes, mm. it's sort of the only yeah. thing that's comforting. And you kind of lost your friends because that's how it is when you're, you know. Um, yeah, around a lot of people, and you're just yeah, you're just hearing some really weird conversations, and yeah, it, that that was kind of the idea of it. Is I wanted to create this, I don't know, this environment that you don't mm. usually find yourself in. I mean, I think I yeah, I, I definitely find clubs like that. I've, I I mean, I think they're quite an isolating uh, experience a lot of the time. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, just like. Like you say, you do, you lose your friends. If people are hooking up with other people, like they, they don't care about you after that, right? They're just yeah. like, I'm off doing my thing. We'll see yeah, you in a yeah. bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I definitely have had those experiences, but 
like there'll be nights if you're with, if you're with a good group of people and you're all wanting to stay together. Like I think clubs are all right normally. But yeah. yeah. Yeah, there was such a time when I would go to a club. I would I would run away from my friends on purpose just because it'd be like, oh, where's he gone this time? I liked the mythology <laughs> of like the, the rogue. Um, and I would just I was I would run along and I would I would go I would go to the smoking area and I would start conversations with strangers. So this poem's about you. This po- well, the, kind of, but in in your poem, it's it paints a picture of a. a a sort of someone who's self-conscious who the only warmth he's getting is from like the light. Yes. And he seems to be somewhat obsessed with sex because <laughs> he's, he's calling the women slags, which I'm not sure I'm okay with. And he's he, and men, he's and like men. obsessed with the STDs and not STDs of other people. <laughs> he's quite a judgmental guy. Actually, yeah. Isn't he? yeah I don't know who this guy is, but <laughs> this is the Pound. first rule of poetry that you yeah. know, the speaker in the poem is not the necessarily the author. <laughs> I think in this one, it might be though. <laughs> yeah. There's no death of the author. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah he's, he's, awesome. he's, he's like, if he's noticing the heat from the lamp, it means he's kind of disconnected from the people around him. Oh, I like that. It's this lonely dude in a club who's commenting that his friends have left without him. He hasn't yeah. ditched his friends. They've left him. Yes. So there's a self-consciousness there as well mm-hmm. and a loneliness. I think maybe he's um, irritated, which is why he's calling um, people slags. And, yeah. uh, you know, uh, presuming they have STDs. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Well, that's the thing. When you, when you don't get something that you want, you try and paint it in the worst light, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you do. Not like the reality. <laughs> Poetry burn. <laughs> oh yeah. What's your favourite line of this poem? If you had to have one, um, I I like the I like the part where he was um he was commenting on on the warmth of the light because that was like oh he's that's he's it it painted a very vivid image of like where this dude is and what he's paying attention to and what he's feeling Mm. Uh, and then the rest of it was all like what he's thinking rather Mm. than what he's feeling okay i really liked i don't know if this was your attempt at metaphor but i i had fairly straight away that it was a smoking area or a club when you said about they've left me in a cage or something like that yeah Yeah. immediately like you can have that metaphorically like internally but then also, like, in a smoking area, they normally have those horrible, like, yes. metal yeah. barriers with, like, yeah. the, the slats in them. Uh, and I just immediately <laughs> thought of that and was like, it's it's multiple things. And I, so, whether, I, I mean, I don't know if that was intentional or not, Dylan, but yeah. if it was, well then. Benefit of yeah. the doubt, I think that was intentional. Benefit of the doubt, yeah, exactly. I, I wrote that going, oh, they'll never guess this. <laughs> <laughs> Did you actually? Well, that when I was on that line... Yeah, I I generally thought that, like, yeah, that I thought, oh, maybe they wouldn't get this because a cage could be like a fighting cage. It could be like any kind of cage. It could be a pet or something. Yeah. Um, but you, obviously, you thought we would take it literally. Yeah, yeah, I thought so. But then, obviously, I feel like maybe the first, the second line gives it away. The title, the first, second, and then all the rest of the lines except for the cage line give it away. <laughs> yeah, you're just describing much. what's in a smoking area um, <laughs> there was no illusion as to where you were but the cage was a really nice touch I, thank you I think that's the worst mm. poem I've written so far on this series <laughs> <laughs> not gonna lie. I'm gonna go home with my head in shame and come back next week with a better poem I think well, it tells t- us much more about uh, the, a person than, it, than the Karen one did yes mm. yeah maybe 
<laughs> yeah, I think the Karen one was much more like an outside looking, uh, you know, looking from the outside. And this one is someone's experience from the inside. Yes. So, yeah. Yeah. I think I, I tried to put the my hatred for clubs in this and that's why I made it angry and <laughs> ranty. Because, <Thank you. laughs> um, yeah, I, I have no, I, I don't know how else to tell my friends that I don't want to go clubbing and then writing a poem. <laughs> but um, see, it's kind of like the first one, isn't it? It's like an instruction. It's a pamphlet. It's like, hey, mm-hmm. where should we take Dylan out? Um, <laughs> here's a pamphlet of not, what not to do, you know? <laughs> I see. Oh, I, it's, mm. or, or at least, at the very least, don't ditch me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If you're going to go club. off, I don't know. Uh, I think they will. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, advice I would give you is, uh, can, like, amb- ambiguity is your friend. Okay. Uh, I, would, I will challenge you to use two metaphors next time. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> and then by, by, like, the eighth episode, you'll be speaking in tongues and it'll be great. Yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. I'll okay. be speaking, like, in the 15th century. <laughs> All you need now is a lot of money. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. If you'd like to donate to this podcast, you can on the paper. <laughs> <laughs> Good segue. Thank you for listening to I Hate Poetry. Um, if you'd like to see the, all the poems, you can go to ihatepoetry.co.uk. Thank you, Jack Greenwood, for uh, joining us on this episode. Absolutely. Anytime. Anytime. Okay. We'll take that way too literally. It's going to be on every week, folks. Um, telling me to add more metaphors, little prick. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Jack. It was been, it's been really good having you. And, um, you know, I actually hadn't before this session really heard much about Robert Herrick. So it was nice to do a little bit of research and, um, yeah, just hear, hear a great poem with a cool message. So thank you very much. It's been a pleasure having you. Oh, thank you. Thank you uh, so much, guys. That means a lot. Mm.